When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Welcome in to Fired Up, episode 21, presented by the Belly Up Podcast Network. My name is Mike Gilletto. Joining me, as always, is Dom Console. Dom, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Like I always say every week, I'm fired up after that intro. That intro especially, great. Especially with that uh, the, the Sean Jackson return punt against the Giants, man. But that, that block at the end, oh my God, it gets me going. <laughs> uh, it's great. Everything about it, especially fresh off of an Eagles victory. That's right. Let's not bury the lead here. Obviously, if you're watching this, you know by now the Eagles have won their their opener to to the season, 32 to six against the Atlanta Falcons. Let's start off in a good Let's way here. Let's go. 32 to six, just dominated, start to finish. For all the listeners, I'm dancing right now. <laughs> Well, sing along. <laughs> that is right, thirty-two to six. Uh, good game one. I mean, listen, it might be very early. I get that. They're the only undefeated team in the NFC East. <laughs> I'm fired up. Let's go. That's it. <laughs> Uh, but before before we get into the game, we're going to talk about the game. We're going to talk about the game next week against the uh, against the Niners. Um, but Saturday leaning up, I think that kind of the thing that shocked the Philly fan base was uh, signing Jordan Mailata to a four year extension. It's a sixty four million dollar deal that could be worth up to eighty million with forty million guaranteed. I mean, that's a gigantic contract for a guy who played not many games. Uh, I love it. You love it? <laughs> yeah, I know you're you're not as crazy about it. Uh, uh I just I, I, I wanted I tweet- to I I saw I saw your tweet and I wanted to wait until the show. I tweeted about it and it, it I I think he's going to be good. He's been very he's been very good. He's 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 proven that he he's improving and he's surprising me. But I have feel it. like it reminds me to give that guy, a guy that much money without not much time you know, at his position at the highest level reminds me very much of Scott Kingery. And that scares me. Uh, I, I'm going to be very honest with you. I think you're dead wrong. Oh, that's fair. That's fine. Because you know why? Okay. Because Scott Kingery didn't have a single, at a single play in the major league. I agree. And I agree. Jordan, my wait, and Jordan, my had a very good year last year. Very good. Not great. Very good year last year. Um, but had a great training camp and a great preseason. And it was coming into this season, as the guy, um, I, I think forty million guaranteed. I, I think I think I think if he plays the way that he, they're projecting him to play, um, I think he'd be worth more in three months. He'd worth be worth double. He'd probably be worth uh, it's sixty possible. or seventy think, million guaranteed. I think this contract puts him at a top seven, um, like a pay pay scale or whatever you want to call it among left tackles. 
Um, so they're paying him like he's a top ten left tackle. Um, uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know if he's a top ten left tackle yet. That's what they're he might not be. even be. He, he he's probably top ten in the the NFC because the NFC has a lot of great left tackles. Uh, the kid from um, New Orleans, the ki- uh, 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 the guy from Green uh, Green Bay. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. Like there's there's a long list of like there's like seven or eight really really good left tackles sure. just in the NFC alone. Right. So um, do I think he can get there? Yes. Look, I'm not sold on him. I'm not not that I'm not sold on him, but I I, I don't think he's like this. Next Hall of Fame left tackle, but I do I, I like the I like the contract forty million guaranteed, um, which could be up to eighty million, like you said. Right. So and and he did look good on Sunday. Um, now take like uh, Pro Football Focus for what you will. I'm not a fan of them. Um, I, I'm just not a fan of just what they have to offer really at all. But they um, a, a lot of people use them as gospel, and I'm just I, I disagree. But take this for what you will. He was ranked, I think, the third highest uh, pass blocker among PFF ratings on Sunday. So right. he, he had a damn good game, uh, according to yeah, PFF. Yeah, for sure. I think the whole offensive line had a great good game. Uh, and before we even get to the game, um, I'm just I'm excited for him. I, I uh, he's the best Australian athlete in the city. Um, I could say that with confidence. Um, <laughs> ben Simmons. Ben, oh, we ben had Simmons. To, we had to go there. We had to bring him up, huh? We had to do it. I didn't um, want. I didn't want to touch his name this episode. Actually, Ben Simmons might be like the fourth best Australian. The punter's number two, and Matisse Sippus? Matisse Thibel. Yeah, Matisse Thibel's number three. So Thibel, Yeah. So uh, you, you know. Go. So there it is. It's a are Ben Simmons. Are there any ben Australians? Are there any Australians on the Philadelphia Union? There might be. You never know. If there are, then they're fourth or fifth, whatever. <laughs> fourth, yeah. <laughs> Uh, ben Simmons um, is last is what you're trying to is what you're trying yes, to say. Yes, yes, very uh, last on a long list of Aussies in Philadelphia. So, <laughs> um, right, exactly. I, I, but 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 I, I honestly I I'm not gonna lie. I looked on Fanatics for a number sixty eight jersey already. Yeah. <laughs> no, when's the last time I, you could say <laughs> when's the last time you could say that about an offensive lineman? Like it just doesn't happen. Well, Kelsey. Well, yeah, buying their Ke- jersey? Yeah, how many Kelsey jerseys do you see? Like, you usually don't buy uh, lineman jerseys. No, you don't. Like. But but there's there's a good amount of Kelsey. I mean, it's not. You know, every other guy's not wearing a, or every other girl's not wearing a Kelsey jersey, but no. Kelsey's pretty popular. I think Lane Johnson's pretty oh, popular. Sure. But yeah, I'm um, sure, I'm sure back in the days, like John Runyon, that was probably possible. Right, uh, right. Popular. I mean, there's there's not a ton. There wasn't a ton of Jason Peters, which, in no. my opinion, he's a Hall of Fame left tackle. So probably, um, yeah. So you know, it's definitely. I I don't think we're gonna see my lot of jerseys, but no, hopefully we do. I don't I mean, think that means so. he's great. Absolutely, and I mean if. Like, it, I, this is a surprise. Like, I don't think anybody would have saw this coming two, three years ago. Like, wh- when you get drafted and never play a snap of football, you come from an Australian rugby league. Um, it's just, it's wild now that he's getting paid that much money to be a tackle when he didn't do it at all before three, four years ago. No, you're absolutely right. I, I think, uh, I, I, I just remember them drafting him in his first year here. People were just like, what is this guy doing on this team? Like, he couldn't. He couldn't block. I think they started him at right tackle in a preseason game, like his rookie year, and he just looked terrible. And then I think, I think, I even, think his, even go ahead. I think his second year. I, I'm pretty sure I was really big into just like, dude. He was a fifth or sixth round pick, seventh round maybe. Seventh even. round pick, a, yeah. Seventh, yeah. He was a seventh. I was like, it, it's time. Like it's two or three, two years in. I think it was at the point time. I'm like, he looks so bad. Just caught him. Like, well, honestly, I, I it was, was like there. that going into last year. Right. That's until true. until yeah. until he really played last year. Until he started. Last year, I mean, we really weren't sure what he was. You know, obviously, all the issues with 
Andre Dillard um, coming yeah. in the last two, two years. You know, two years ago, he, he looked okay at left tackle. He looked lost at right tackle. And then last year, he didn't play at all. So uh, he was hurt all year. So, you know, him stepping up, it, and that's the thing, it's it's it, it, it wasn't like, okay, let's get him a training camp, start it, ready with the starters, and let him, let's ease into this. He was the second, third team left tackle going into last year, and then all of a sudden he had to start. So and he stepped up to the plate and he had home run. Yeah, yeah. I, I do wonder with the Diller thing, though, like if if he doesn't take a giant shit and forget how to play football and, and doesn't look awful, like d- does Mylata get this payday? Like I don't know if he would have gotten the opportunity right. with, you know, to, to even get, to show that he's improved, yeah, you know to what get I that mean. Shot, if, yeah. Right, exactly. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. I it's mean, that's the if. American dream. That's the American dream for the Aussie. You know, um, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, when one guy goes down, the next guy steps up, and you know, you take that job. That's just the way the NFL works. Yep. It's it's a business, and it's what have you done for me lately? And when one guy goes down, they're expected the next next guy to come up and do it. And um, you know, wh- when's the last time a seventh round pick hit this this good? You know, I, I think I think right. Jalen Mills was an is a nice corner was a nice cornerback. Uh, he wasn't great by any any stretch. He made a great play uh, on Sunday for the New England Patriots. But um, Jalen Mills could have and probably should have been better. Um, yeah, he was fine. He was fine, but he should have been better. I agree with that, and I think a lot of it was technique too. Like that just wasn't taught to him. Um, I was like coaching probably a lot right, to do with it. Yeah, right. Because I mean, look at guys like. Eric or not Eric Rowe, uh, uh, Russell Douglas. Like, you know, he, he. I mean, I don't think he's on a. I think he just got cut right before Week One. Did he? But uh, well, but la- last the last I think it was last year he was like a top ten corner in like stats. Like, well, dude, for Carolina. Look, at, look, I think he retired at the end of last year. But Patrick Chung with New England. I mean, he, right. he was he wasn't that good here at all. And then he goes to New England, gets coached by Belichick. Well, he, he was good in like, New England first. That's and true, he and then he here. was here for t- a year or two and yeah. wasn't good at all. Went back to New England, yeah. Right. So, and I think he won a Super Bowl. He did, um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know, just guy. Uh, 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 who am I thinking of? Um, uh, there's another guy. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but there there was another guy that came in. Oh, Sidney Jones. Oh, Jones he went to Jacksonville looked, and he looked great. He looked decent. Is he still yeah. in Jacksonville? No, he just got traded actually to. Did he? Somewhere I can't remember off the top yeah, of my head because he was in Jacksonville and he looked he looked pretty damn good in Jacksonville. Yeah. Oh, Seattle. He got traded to Seattle. Okay. Yeah. He's went. He went back to Washington. That's where he went to college, Washington, right. and um, right actually like right before the season started, like two or three days. Two. Or it was like two weeks before the season started. Oh, really? Or a week before the season started. Yeah, he got traded. But okay. like, it, it's just like it, it's just like all these guys come in here and whether they're established or not, they come here and they stink and then they leave and they play well. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just kind of the way it is. It's the story of Philadelphia, right? Right. It just happens. So. And thank God we got rid of that defensive coordinator because it was so much different on Sunday. That was sarcasm, it was? by the way. I was going to no, say, that, that was seemed like a little bit of sarcasm. Because <laughs> I tell you, the first two or three drives really drove me batshit insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they clearly had a mentality of bend but don't break. Um, and the, the first two drives that Atlanta had just looked easy. Um, they drove down the field with a relative ease. Um, the third downs killed them, especially on that first drive. Um, but then they stopped them at the goal line, so I guess it's really the only thing that matters. But it, not a lot of pressure. It really didn't seem like like Jim Schwartz left. <laughs> right, and, and honestly, that goes all the way back to like Jim Johnson. Like Jim Johnson was, it was we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let you do whatever you want from the twenties, but inside the twenties, you know, you're not gonna you're we're gonna hold you to a field goal or we're gonna make you punt. 
inside the twenties. So, uh, um, Jim Johnson, I feel like was a little more. No, that was Jim Johnson. Well, recipe. no, he was he was more oriented. Like his no, definitely had, had had a lot more had a lot more turnovers though. Like and a lot more turnovers. talent. And a lot That's more talent. That's true too. That's true too. I mean, but a lot, a lot more turnovers. I feel like in, in the Johnson. Era. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely a lot more turnovers because it had more talent. But yeah, but um, that that was that that was the recipe was was get whatever you want in the twenties, and then it, I I just feel like that's the way football's been played the last twenty years, you know. Um, and Jim Schwartz well, it's kind such, of obviously it's such high scoring. Like the games are so high scoring that if like there's just so many touchdowns scored, right. I guess if they figured, hey, if you just limit them to a field goal, we have better odds. Right, right, right. yeah, def- definitely. Um, but I just, yeah, I mean, I mean, it definitely felt like a Jim Schwartz defense, uh, blitzing four, um, yep. uh, or really no blitzes at all, just just rushing four, um, and like in this defense, to a degree that can work, and you saw it more a little bit in the second half when like they finally yeah, got yeah. got pressure and Ridgeway, I think, had two late sacks and somebody else had another one. I forget who. Cox it was, came but, close a couple times. Yeah, um, a couple so of late, hits. later in the games you saw it because their their defensive line is good enough to get pressure with four. Um, but, when, but when that's not working, you got to figure out ways to send guys somewhere else. But I do um, feel like I do feel like that this defense yesterday or week one against Atlanta, um, they Jonathan Gannon definitely like made adjustments as where like Jim Schwartz I felt like didn't make adjustments. No, the Peterson same didn't make right didn't make adjustments during the game, and like that's that's the Andy Reid special. So like I I kind of feel like Doug learned that from Andy, and now it's like this new guy comes in and. You know, it's only one game. It's only one week. Let's really see if, if they continue to do that. But I do feel like, it, like you said, Ben, don't break, and let's make adjustments. And they, they're the only team in the league that didn't give up a touchdown this week. So, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely definitely a positive. Is it is. It is true. Okay. There you go. Well, that's it. I didn't know that. Yep. And, yep, and yep. like, I, Atlanta's offense has weapons. I mean, I don't know really how good Matt Ryan is anymore. Um and uh, what's his name? The wide receiver, who, who the Calvin Ridley. Uh, Calvin Ridley had a couple bad drops um, yeah. that prob that he usually don't that doesn't make. Um, so maybe it, they just didn't have their A game. I, I didn't really see much of Kyle Pitts either. I don't know if that was like by design or the Eagles shut him down. I the, uh, I saw on Twitter somebody said um, uh, third and ten, and Kyle Pitts picks up seven yards. What a great tight end, or something like that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he's so generational. Like, uh, it's I, one I, game. I think, like, yeah, you know, it's I a little think, insane. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like, it was like third and ten. They threw it to him for like a seven yard catch, and like people rave about it. It's like, dude, every tight end does that. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's not a good game plan, but like, um, or play call, or whatever. Uh, right. But I do think I do think I, I texted you during the game too. I do think he's going to be very good. It was yeah. one game. Um, oh, it's one game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he's going to adjust. Uh, but I think he was probably my favorite guy. We talked about it, I think, on the first or second episode of um, of Fired Up, and like, yep. you know, I just think I think he's the best player. He was the best raw talent, the best player coming out in that draft in the in this past draft. So I'm excited to watch him. He's a Philly guy, um, and I do I do think he's going to be good. I think that offense is good. I don't think it's great. You know, I know Julio wasn't the same Julio in the last couple of years, but even losing Julio. Um, they still have Calvin Ridley. I like the gate. Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Gage. Okay, the receiver. Gage. Yeah, Russell um, Gage. Um, dude, you know who really impressed me from Atlanta? Um, and maybe that has more to do with our linebacking core. And well, I guess we'll get to them later. But like Mike Davis, because like yeah. when he when when McCaffrey went down in Carolina, Mike Davis played really well. But like McCaffrey's been so good there that I thought maybe it was just a product of that offense. But right. he he was running hard and he was finding holes and he like he had a really good game. All around yeah, Mike Davis. He had to. They, they, they. He didn't get much late 
because they right. had to start throwing the ball yeah, no by, like, the end of the second quarter. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's on my fantasy bench for the uh, Golden Mike League. Um, Is he? I'm, I'm shopping I'm, him. I'm getting fucking smoked in that league. Yeah, well, I'm lost. not surprised because your team stinks. Well, no. Okay. Dude, after lineup's locked, the ball's about to be kicked off. Uh, the, the the Browns announced Odo Beckham Jr. is out for the game. He's yeah. not playing. No, I, I actually <laughs> I, I saw it like 15 right minutes there. before. Did you? I saw yeah. it literally at kickoff. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't switch him out. Well, that that's, the, yeah, I mean, that's that's the owner's fault, in my opinion. Uh, well, that's fine. You, you got, you got it. You know, I, hey, you're zero and one, and I'm one and zero. So, yeah. I mean, it's, priorities. It's 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 fine. It's you know, the comeback is always greater than the setback. It's fine. I will see. Uh, <laughs> you want Mike Davis? <laughs> I might need him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, the first the first touchdown. Uh, from the Eagles went to Devontae Smith. Smith had six catches for uh, a, a, a title record for uh, for Eagles receivers for the first first game. Right? Was that Deshaun? Uh, Deshaun? Deshaun was last time, yeah. The six, Against the Rams in 08? Yep, in 2008. Um, and obviously Deshaun ha- had to have way more yards. I don't know off the top of my head how many he had. The Smith had okay. 71. So, we, yeah, uh, Deshaun probably had more. Yeah, I think Deshaun might have had over a hundred. But not I, I thought I thought he was going to break the record for receptions because he had like five in the first like quarter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just didn't do much the, rest of the game. The touchdown was beautiful. It was a beautiful throw. It was a, great um, throw. a beautiful catch. I don't know. Did you see what he said after the game about that touchdown? No. Uh, basically, he said um, we saw that it was man coverage, and he said as soon as we saw that, I knew it was a touchdown. Yeah, and like I, I I've had my things about Jalen Hurts too. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about him a little bit. Uh, you get into performance. it now. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I really, what I really like about Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith is like they have that Nick Saban like mentality where like when they talk, it's like, yeah, it was a great play, but I'm ready for the next game. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's very professional. And you like to hear that kind of stuff. Um, I, I, I think Hurts said something along the line. Or no, it was Devontae Smith said. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be happy for 24 hours, but after 24 hours, it's and it's it's time it's time for San Francisco. It's, we're we're on to the next one. Yep. Um, and, and Short you, memory. you know, right? And and you like you like to hear that stuff from young guys, you know, Jalen Hurts and and Devontae Smith and guys like that. So it's definitely refreshing to hear. Um, but now now going to Jalen Hurts, uh, I kind of kind of wrote down some notes a little bit here. Okay. Um, I thought Hurts looked good on the first drive. Uh, pleasantly surprised. Um, and then the second drive, he came out and he was a, he was a little flat footed to me. Um, the second drive, he underthrows Ertz. I don't think it would have been a touchdown. As Ertz, um, we know he doesn't break tackles, but no. he did he did have a good ten yard, another ten yards in him. Right. Um, underthrows him. Um, it actually might have been incomplete, but they rushed the play, got the I snap see, yep. off. Um, and then I believe on that drive. Now this is a, more of a Sirianni thing. Uh, they go for it on fourth and four, play action, which is crazy. Um, play action on fourth and four. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, and then, you're, really, you're really faking them out there. <laughs> right. And then, like my only issue here with Hertz is that like he doesn't step up in the pocket on that play. Like he runs to the outside and um, he almost steps out of bounds. Remember in the practice we went to the practice and it was like the two minute drill. Yep. And he ran out of bounds with like no set, like no yeah. time on the clock. It kind of reminded me of that. Like he wanted to step out, but he stopped and he threw it away. And it was just like. Dude, you got to make up your mind. But like, yep. if we're gonna crush Carson Wentz last year for not stepping up in the pocket, I kind of want to see it from Jalen Hurts too. You know? Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to see him make the same mistakes Carson made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. But I mean, overall, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm happy with the way he played. 
I don't think he played great like everybody saying um, how great he was yesterday or week one on Sunday. Yeah, well, I think his, he played very well. Right. And and you're playing Atlanta's defense, who isn't very good, but like, hey, you, you play who's on your schedule. But I mean, he, he had I mean he had good stats across the board. If, if you're a stat guy, 27 for 35, 264 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, which is probably the big one. Um, right. So he didn't turn the ball over. His, he, his rating was like up too, wasn't it? Like his, his rating, rating was one. Yeah, uh, his QBR. His QBR was seventy two point nine. I still don't understand that that oh, rating at all. Okay. And then his his and then his rating his regular rating was one twenty six point four. Okay, one twenty six. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, um, like I said, I, I you know a lot of it a lot of it I felt was like screen passes and dink and dunk passes and um um uh uh, uh, uh you know just just like short little passes that go for for long yards and. I'm happy. I am. I am happy, but um, I'm not totally sold yet. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and it's one game, and we'll take it game by game. But, like, uh, he, it, he – I said it before. He was really good at not turning the ball over. He, right. he protected the ball. There was one time um, where he got fumble. hit – he, he got hit by this – he got hit from the side or from the back, and Carson would have fumbled that 10 times out of 10. Um, but Jalen Hurts held on to it. Everything was good. And then um, the the throw to, to Goddard in the end zone for the touchdown was a gorgeous unbelievable. throw. It was unbelievable. Um, be- because if he throws that, I don't know, five inches to the left, it's picked off. Like Or five inches know, to the right and it's incomplete. Right, yeah. So it, was a go- it was a gorgeous throw. He, he either uh, Goddard was going to... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, Nissan, how do you get to the top? Calculating. Proceed to 1959. Take a hard left in East Africa at the 71 Safari Rally. Veer right for 19 off-road championships in the Baja Desert. Proceed towards Moab. Take the trail to Hell's Revenge. Include steep incline. Continue for the next million miles. Um, where to first again? 60 years, millions of miles, and the capability to take you anywhere. This is the new Nissan. Get that or nobody was going to. So right. it was a safe throw in that in that regard. It was a beautiful throw, great catch. They just don't all around go play. But no, yeah. I, I like the, I think Hertz looked really good. Um, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. I the only like I said, I, I'll give him the credit 100 percent for the Devontae Smith. It was a beautiful touchdown throw and a beautiful throw to Goddard for the touchdown. Both great throws. The only problems I have with yesterday was not stepping up in the pocket as much. Um. Decision making when you're running the ball, like when he runs to the outside, I don't love his decision making. Like he can't figure out what to do, on like split in split second. Um, in terms of like he doesn't he doesn't know when to get, break free if, and run, or he doesn't know no, when to throw. No, I think he knows when to break free and run. I think that's the problem is like when he breaks free to the outside, do I run out of bounds? Do I run for yard plus yards? Do I throw, do I throw it, the yeah. ball? Do I yep. throw it away? Do I what do I do with the, that's the and he's a young player, so maybe he'll figure it out in a couple weeks. But, there's, I mean, and it's very small things. It's things you can fix. Um, but like I said, those two touchdowns were great. Uh, other than, like, his decision-making with uh, with running the ball, under-throwing Ertz, and maybe almost fumbling that ball, which, like you said, maybe if it was Carson, he probably would have fumbled it. Other than those things, like I'm, I'm, like you said, 
I'm pleasantly pleasantly surprised, pleasantly happy, um, and I'm ready to roll with them more. You know, going forward. So, absolutely. And like you said, it was it was against Atlanta's defense. You know, let's see. Let's let the real test is next week. Right against the Niners. Um, we, we will get to that in a second. Uh, Raheem Mostert and Jason uh, Vermet Vermet Vermet. What's the cornerback? I forget. I forget what his name is. He's out. He's out as well. Um, so we'll get to that, that game in a second. But like, back to the the Falcons game. Um, it, it, are you more optimistic? Pest, more pet, probably not more pessimistic because it was a good loss or a good win. But what are your thoughts on Nick Sirianni moving forward? What do you think of his game plan on Sunday? Um, I, from what I saw so far, I like. Um, what what kind of reminded me of this game was like, like I said, there were a lot of screen passes, and that kind of reminded me of 2017 in the sense that like they hit a lot of those screen passes and hit them for plus yardage, like. Yep. All year, so like, and we saw it multiple. Quez Watkins had a couple. Uh, Devontae Smith, I He's think, had one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so Quez Watkins had um, had a couple um, in a row. Actually, I think it was the start of the game. He had, he had three, I think, on the first drive, and he didn't yeah. get a single catch the rest of the game. Right. Um, Devontae Smith had a couple. Had one or two. Um, Gainwell had a couple pass screen passes. Rager had the screen pass touchdown. Um, so. Uh, it doesn't look like it's going negative yards. It's all going positive. So right. uh, we, we kind of like to see that. Um, I kind of hope going forward um, we see big play, more big plays. Um, right. And maybe next week that won't be the case as much because of a good defense. But, um, yeah, I, 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 you texted me during the game and you said at one point, I think it was like the end of the third quarter, it's like, man, this game seems a little boring. Like, this is boring as shit. I mean, it might have been the fourth quarter. Yeah, we, it was, you know, it was like this game is kind of boring here. Like, but that's a good thing because if it stays boring, then they win. Right. But like, you know, you do, you do want to see the big plays. For sure. And the one thing that I don't know, if, I'm not going to say it's a concern because it's a victory, and 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 maybe it's a good thing for the long term, uh, you know, benefit of the team and for himself, but Miles Sanders. Like, I'm surprised. They're, I'm surprised the carries were so even, or, or yeah. more even than I thought at least. Miles Sanders got 15 carries. Gamewell got nine. Um, so I was a little surprised that Gamewell got as much as many touches as he did. Yeah, for sure. And I but I he looked good. He looked good more. with the touches though. Yeah. No, he did. Um, which one, Gainwell or Sanders? Gain, or both? But they both they both yeah. did, but but Gainwell for the amount of touches that like I didn't expect him to have, a, you know, a similar number of carries to to Sanders. But when right. Gainwell did get did get the ball, he he played well. It's kind of surprising as a rookie, like how much, how much he like you said, like how even it is. Um, maybe this is the tandem. Maybe this is the duo. Maybe this is the Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb duo. It's not going to be as good because I think it's the best duo in the league. But yeah, um, they probably have the best run game in the league. No, no, yeah, yeah absolutely. But yeah. I'm just saying, like in the sense of like having a one-two guy, like you can rely on. Um, right. You know, I kind of wish they like like go back to that fourth and four with running the ball with Gainwell, like. Yep. Uh, or, or I'm sorry, it was after the fourth and four play action. Um, it was the second fourth, going forward on fourth down. Um, they ran the ball with Gainwell and they didn't get it, and in, in, I think it was inside the ten, and it's like. First off, it's fourth. I think that was fourth and four too. It's fourth and four, and you're going to run the ball. Secondly, right. you're going to run it with a rookie. Like, this is why Jordan Howard should be on the roster. If I was about to run say, these kind of plays. That's, that's exactly why. That's the type of that's the type of running back Jordan roster or Jordan Howard is. 
Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna have those plays in your scheme and in your playbook, you know, he should be on this roster, or somebody right. like him should be on this roster, or give it to Miles Sanders for the fucking that matter. Right. So exactly. But I'm happy. <laughs> hey, listen, it's it's one and zero. Uh, you predicted a win. I predicted a loss, obviously. So, listen, they're one and zero. They go to they go to San Fran. Um, how you feeling about that matchup? Or did you have anything else to to say about this game? Anything on the defensive um, side of the ball? Or no, just the last things I have to say. I, I'm happy with the way the defense settled in. Um, I'm happy with the way that uh, Hertz played all together. Um, yep. I had them. Yeah, like you said. Like, I think you just said I, I had them predicted to go one and zero. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, you know, definitely. De- I, are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. Are they going to make the playoffs? Even probably not. But um, I, I'm definitely, definitely happy this week. <laughs> it's happy but, Monday. Yeah. But before we move on to the to the talking about the San Fran game, the one one positive because I, I know uh, Philly fans were down on them because of the season they had last year. It was good to see Jalen Rager have a good solid game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I thought like, it looked really good. Yeah, I think him and Slay Slay had a had a breakup pass. Um, yep. Rager had a nice, like I said, nice touchdown. A beautiful block by eighty million dollar Jordan Mailata. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, like, like th- that's the thing. If I'm going to pick one guy from the offensive side to be happy this about, it's probably Jalen Hurts. But if not, it's Rager. And then, um, like, if we're not going to go quarterback, I'm going to say Rager. And then defensively, I'd say Slay. Honestly, I, re- I really think he's he's just the type of guy that if you don't hear his name, cornerbacks, if you don't hear their name. Then they're probably playing well. Yeah. So, and I thought Brandon Graham played a great game too. On Brandon defense. Gra- Fletcher Cox played a great game too. I mean, we ha- we know was, how much you love was, Fletcher's cock. I love Fletcher's cock. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think Fletcher Fletcher had a great game. Um, he was just oh, just in in Matt Ryan's face the whole game, the whole defensive line yep. really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the 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 uh, the cliche is you know you win games in the trenches right. That's how football is won and like they that's kind of, that's kind of what they did. Like they dominated both sides of the line. Right. Yeah, Hargrave, oh. Hargrave yep. had a great had a great. Uh, was he the one that had the sack? And it was a, it was a, it was the call, when Matt Ryan was uh, getting sacked. He he had the intentional grounding, which was a yeah, stupid fucking play. Yeah, yeah. But, and then the announcer said that oh, the new rule in intentional grounding is a loss. Well, of Greg down. Olson, like, dumbass. That's always been the fucking right. rule. <laughs> great player, great player, but a fucking is terrible that who it announcer. Was? It was Greg, Greg Olson. Olson. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get him out of the booth. <laughs> get, get him out of the booth. Um, play the sport for. 12 fucking years and doesn't know the rules right um anyway so let's move on to the san fran game um how are you feeling about this game it's a lot it's a lot tougher of an opponent than the falcons that's for sure yeah um you know i'm excited for the home opener um i don't know what this san fran team is obviously they have a good defense probably a great defense um somewhere in between that um I, I just don't know what they are. I really don't. I mean, they they put up what forty one against Detroit, which I could do. Um, it's Detroit, right? And then Detroit came, almost came back and won, which I was rooting for. <laughs> um, Detroit, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird game. Like Detroit started early, and I was like, the the or the Niners are having trouble with Detroit, and then the Niners scored a bunch of points, and right. then like Detroit started making noise again. Yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. game. Um. So I mean, yeah, it's definitely definitely good to see that. Like that, like the defense kind of implode there because we're playing them next week. Um, it, it gives a lot of tape for the Eagles to watch this week. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I think they start two and zero. I do. I said that back in May when the schedule came out. 
Um, San Francisco just does not scare me. Obviously, they have great a great great defensive players like Nick Bosa. Uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. J- Joey's in Joey's in. Okay. Yeah, the always get them confused. They're like one both year great. apart, two years apart, yeah. and they're both top five defensive players in the league. It's insane. And both from Ohio State, they're yeah, like it's, it's literally. Wild. They're yeah. <laughs> always get them confused. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean their offense doesn't really scare me. Uh, they have two good receivers, a great tight end, obviously. Um, the quarterbacks don't scare me one bit. Um, what's what's going on with Brandon IU? Because he, he didn't get a single like look. Yeah, somewhere. I have him in fantasy in one of my fantasy Dude, leagues. What? I started him. Um, so apparently, what I read was start him all week, start him all week, start him all week, and then like two minutes before kickoff, it was like, well, you know, we're actually just gonna like not play him much. And it injury? was like, what the is fuck? it an injury? Is he getting I don't know. An injury? I I think so, maybe because they I mean, said don't start him next year. week. He was very good at the end of the at the stretch. Yeah, but that's the thing is like if you look at his stats though, it's like when he had those big weeks, it was like Kittle only played like three of the games that he played in. Debo Samuel didn't play those games. It was like kind of inflated a little bit, and it was also inflated like yards wise because I feel like a lot of those games it was either like an end around that went forty yards or it was a little screen that yeah that yeah so it was weird. Yeah, Um, yeah, I was pissed off. Yeah, right. And I but, actually, uh, uh, yeah, but I, I, I was set to play against him in in, in this in the in the uh, Golden Mike League. But um, are you playing against play him? Actually, sat, no, he, they sat him last minute. Oh, they sat him. I was yeah, I'm going to win anyway. But who are you playing? Do you know, uh, Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't remember who I'm playing. I'm, I'm getting my. I, I don't want to talk about my team because my team stinks. <laughs> I think. Anyway, we can we can move on. So you have a win. I you know what? They they impressed me enough. I'm gonna give them a win as well. Okay. I don't really have like a prediction it. for final score, but I'm I'm gonna say they they're two and zero. Okay. After, after I, I'll give bit. I'll give you one. I'll give you. Uh, I don't think they're gonna go crazy like they did this week, scoring on um, San Francisco like they did at Atlanta. I'm gonna say twenty twenty seven. Uh, twenty-seven twenty. Twenty-seven twenty. Yeah, there you go. I like it. All right, all right. We can we can move on. We'll put a bow on that. Um, let's move on to our newest segment against the spread. So last week, uh, you went three and two. I went two and three. So it's close enough. You know, it's a long yeah. season. I mean, we both get the loss because um, we got the the tie. Or uh, not the tie, the push in um, Carolina, the minus five. Right. Uh, so, so we're, we're just we're counting just... as a loss. Exactly. Because I feel like if we start counting them as just regular ties or pushes and we don't even count them, then at the end of the year, our numbers are going to be completely off. Yeah. Like we're just yeah. not going to have the same amount of number, the same amount of games. So we're just going to count the, the pushes as a loss. So yeah, again, like I went Vegas, and... Vegas knows what they're like. Vegas isn't stupid. You know what I mean? Like, right. They, they really thought it was going to be minus five. So, yeah. and it turned out to be that way. So it like, tur- turns out same, have to. Yeah. It turns out the Jets aren't the reason Sam Donald stinks. Sam Donald just stinks. And he couldn't score. I'm more not, than... I'm not sold on that yet. Eh, he stinks. Uh, he might stink. His offense scored like 19 points against the fucking Jets. The Jets defense actually isn't terrible. Eh. It's not as bad as their offense is, but you have um, Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Like, no, I hear you. I, I, I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying I don't, I don't know yet if he like stinks yet. Um, we'll see, we'll see. Well, let's keep an eye on that one. Oh, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on it. Anyway, um, I, so I just want to let you know I, I'm going old fashioned too. 
uh, with the paper. I got I got the paper. <laughs> you got the yep, paper. Yep, we're not going electronic like for it. this. This is old school. Um, I have it on my phone. Let me pull it up here. Yeah, no, you got. I'll even crinkle crinkle the paper, so okay. you guys hear it. Um, All right, there you go. So since since <laughs> I, since you, I, since you I'm up first. one, I'm going first. That's fine. All you right. just want to rattle off. You want to rattle off all five, or you want to go back and forth like we, we did last. Do week? you want to go back and forth? We'll do one at each. Uh, we'll go back and forth. All right, that's fine. Um, okay, so I'll go first. I got the Falcons at the Bucks. I got the Bucks minus twelve and a half. It's Dude, huge. that line is fucking insane. I lo- that's why I did it because I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I got the Falcons at Bucks. The Bucks minus twelve and a half. So give me give me one of yours. Dude, there's there's a few games that are like double digits. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, it was wild. Yeah. I forget. I forget the other one. Whoever ones, whoever plays Houston and Jackson and Jacksonville, like it's just going to be like double digits. Right. I think I think those two games were double digits. I think and I think surprisingly the Packers after getting blown out by the by the do- or who they get blown out? the, the, uh, the Saints Orleans. yeah but getting blown out by the Saints they're like eleven point favorites against the uh, the Lions wow. next week yeah eleven oh, and a half I think sense. it was it's the Lions but like still you just got blown out you got right. you have an uninterested Aaron Rodgers who just wants to get the fuck away from Green Bay um, seems like it that's yeah that's what it seems I saw I saw a meme of him next to um. The character from The Longest Yard, Adam Sandler. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's trying to get traded. He's starting yeah. the game shaving points to get traded. <laughs> um, I saw that one. So, so anyway, I'll go with. So I have the Bills and the Dolphins. I have the Bills minus four and a half. Okay, I like um, that. Um, yeah, I mean the, the Bills had a rough game. They couldn't do anything against the Steelers. Um, that offense is good. Like Josh Allen, I think he's still good. Um, I expect him to score some points against the Dolphins. Yeah, and they have a good defense. Um, yep. The Dolphins have a really good defense. I think the Dolphins have a top seven defense in the league, yep. but um, I think the, the the Bills may even be better defensively. So right, um, I don't hate that line at all. Really, I, I looked at that one. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to do that. That was like one of the outskirts, like right on the like the bubble for right. me. Okay, so uh, the, my next game, I got the Raiders at the Steelers. I got the Raiders plus six and a half. And I absolutely hate it because I was watch, just watching before we, we started the show. I was watching the Monday night game, and Derek Carr fucking stinks. Yeah, like I guess. I mean, do they still have Mariota as their backup? Yeah, he ran for like a forty yard like rush. Did he really? Yeah, he they, he came in for a play and like he ran like thirty or forty yards. That's funny. Yeah. Um. So the Raiders plus six and a half. Against the Steelers, I think I I also said before this uh, season started, I would have taken the Steelers at what was it, eight and a half wins. I would take the overs, but they really didn't impress me either this week. So uh, they they played pretty good against the Bills. Like, I'll give that to them. It's a good second half. Yeah, they started off slow. Yeah, like they had like offense, sixty like, yards yeah. in the first. The half. offense did, but the defense played really good against. Well, them. it's probably the best defense in the league, but right. um, off, yeah, yeah, them the Rams, you know, Baltimore, right. But uh, yeah, I got the Raiders plus six and a half. I think it's going to be a tight one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings and the Cardinals, who the Cardinals just absolutely annihilated the Titans. Um, I'm going to do the Cardinals minus three and a half on that. Okay. I like so it. Cardinals, like Vikings, it. Cardinals minus three and a half. I like that one. Um, all right, so my next one, uh, I got the Cowboys at the Chargers. The Cowboys are a dog. I got them plus two and a half. I, li- I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah. Their offense can put up points. I mean, we saw what happened last week with the Bucks. I'm so. terrified for that defense. Yeah. Herbert. yeah. So, we'll right. see. 
we'll but see. the but the Cowboys defense also kind of stinks. So right, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a shootout. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely, definitely scary for plus two and a half. But um, maybe maybe they lose by a point in, for to a field right. goal. You know what I'm saying? Like go. I kind of feel like go. it's going to be like that, or they win. So right, um, that's why I got the plus two and a half. Okay, um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs and the Ravens. This line doesn't make any fucking sense. At least for me, it doesn't. Um, I still, I'm not sold on the Ravens, and for some reason, the Chiefs are only a minus three. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs minus three against the Ravens. Okay, I like that one. It's because it's because the Ravens have a great defense. That's really it. But their offense stinks. Like Lamar's Lamar's nothing special. I agree with you, but we feel that way. Vegas doesn't feel that way. Yeah, you know I what guess. I mean. It's just a weird line. I mean. Yeah, no, it is. That's in Kansas City, right? Uh, it's in Baltimore. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. probably why. Eh, probably. If 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 it's in Kansas City, it might be like a minus five and a half, six. Right. Six yeah. And a half. Probably. Yeah. But. So I'm yeah I'm going Chiefs minus three against the Ravens. Okay. I like those. Um. All right. So we'll do the over unders. I got yep. the Giants at Washington Football Team. I have the unders at forty one. Uh. Yeah. I was looking at that. Um, the under was 41, you said, right? Yep. Uh, so I got to write this down now. Keep track. So I was looking at that, but it like, that's such a low under, but both offenses stink. So it could get there. Right. Especially with, um, Fitzpatrick got multiple weeks. Right. So who is it? Taylor Heineke or yeah, Heineke, Heineke or whatever the fuck the name is. Heineke changes tires. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think both teams or, or, or stink. Or Heineken and just crack there you go. a beer. There you go. Yeah. He probably needs one. Um, playing for that fucking team, but uh, but yeah, I think both offense absolutely stink. I think the Giants fucking stink. Yep. Um, I think Washington, their def. I will say this: Washington's defense is not great. I think it's. I think it's good. Like I could probably think. I could probably like name five, six, seven other defenses that I think actually are better than Washington. Really? Yeah. I just. I their their def- defensive line is great. But yeah. after that, I really don't. I think their linebackers are subpar. That's I think fair. Their secondary is subpar. But but I think I think Chase Young is good enough to win like a defensive player of the year. It's possible. Like, he might get like nuts. 15, 16 sacks. But yeah, he's insane. But like I don't know. Does that does that really make the rest of your, that doesn't make the rest of your defense good? Like in my right. opinion. So that's fair. Um. All right. So I guess you're up, right? Uh. Yeah. I will go with. The let's see here the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland oh, geez not Cleveland then the Chicago uh, Bears over forty five and a half. Yeah, um, <laughs> seeing the Bengals this weekend, I mean it's possible they could put, they look like they could put up points, right? But Chicago's Chicago's a little. I mean, maybe they yeah. just played a good defense, but yeah, but both defenses aren't that great in in with the Bengals and Bears. I think right. it'll be it'll be a high scoring game. I think okay. But again, I went two and three last week, so fuck do I know. <laughs> All right, so the last one I got, um, uh, you actually have the spread for this game. Um, Vikings at Cardinals. I got the overs at fifty and a half. Vikings Cardinals fifty and a half. Over. Okay, yeah. over fifty and a half. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Cardinals put up a shitload of points last week. Yep. I love that know, offense. So. 
I love yeah. that offense, and I think the Vikings offense is very good. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Good too. We just didn't really see it this week. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's my second over unders. Okay, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans and the Seattle Seahawks under fifty three and a half. Okay, so there you go. It, it's funny because like a lot of these games, like I was really close on picking really? two. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I feel like we're definitely gonna run into that uh, a lot. Uh, I'm sure this we year. are. Last week we had one or two. Yeah, yeah, but um. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think we have any this week that are similar. No. So that should, no, that should be pretty interesting. Right. Hopefully I go 5-0 and oh and go on 5 and I can cruise the rest of the year. <laughs> you know, that's not how that works. I wouldn't cruise because right. there's, still, there's still 15 weeks left. <laughs> right. Right. Like, you know. But, you know, it's a fun little segment. We can, you know, it's for, all for bragging rights. That's all, yep. that's all it's for. Yep, yep, yep. I want to um, hear Don's picks, too, because he, he tweeted yeah. us last From week. Drunk on Broad, yeah. Yep. Yep, I, 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 I want I want to hear those um, uh, uh, coming up. So, right, I, I didn't curious. go back. I didn't go back and look at his to see if uh, how many of those he got right off the off the look. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll look and I'll, okay. I'll tweet those out after yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Right after the show. Um, so let's move on. Let's go to another segment. Let's go trivia. Okay. All right, you did. You do have I gotta, trivia. You said, wait, right? I got. I got to put. I got to put my paper away. For all the, paper, for all the old you timers, didn't, you didn't write the trivia on the paper. I didn't write the trivia on the paper. We're not going that old time. We're, we're gonna <laughs> stick with the old time. Every week, I'm gonna come out with the paper. Uh, so you're gonna the, have to creep so it so the ball they, like that yep, every time. Yep. Um, but no, we, we we stay digital. We stay 2021 with the with the trivia. Okay, I like um, it. All right, so like everybody knows, you know, listen to the the question for our trivia. Uh, pause if you listen, um, if you're listening, a listener, and you know, try to figure out the question and hit the play button. Right. So, all right, uh, we got one, two Eagles, two I'm coming Phillies. off of a hot week, by the way. Last week, you are. three, 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 three and three five? five. Yep. Okay, so uh, two Eagles, two Phillies, and a Flyers. Where do we want to go first? Let's go with the Eagles first. Is there okay, any sort of I, theme here or no? No, not really. Um, okay. I got a request, though. I don't. I, you do Flyers last every week. I, I, was, I, I know I do. I was just about to go Flyers next. Okay. Because all we right. are going to talk Phillies after that. So I feel like that'll right. transition us nicely into Philly's talk. So I was gonna go Flyers next, actually. I, I know you like to end hot, but we got we got exactly. we got to switch it up a little that's bit. That's fair. All right, so we're going that's Eagles, fair. right? Okay. Yep. Uh, that's what you said, right? Eagles. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because we just we just All have right. done talking Eagles. Maybe I'll still be in the state, you know state state of mind. Right. Let's do it. All right. So the first Eagles question: the longest pick six in NFL history was thrown by this Eagles quarterback in a matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. Who was the quarterback? Do you have a year? 
I can't give you that. The Baltimore Ravens have been around since the, what, 90s? So that's process of elimination. That's that's the best um, name I can give you. Yeah, and no, I got you. Huh. I'm going to say, like, I don't think it... I'm going to say it's like an obscure guy. I'm going to okay. go like... Which, I'm, I'll give you a little bit of another, another little hint. Okay, okay. It's, it's, it's a guy you know, a guy you've seen play, um, obviously. Um, it, it, it kind of is, yes. Like, it's, <laughs> it a name, it's a name you know. I'm, it's I'm a name you say, know, but you're like, wow. Yeah, I'm going to say Kevin Cowell. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You hit it right on the yeah, head. That, that was yep. the first guy that popped in my mind. All right, nice. Yeah. Yep. One and um, Okay, so okay, so the next Eagles. Who holds the Eagles' single season reception record with 116? Single season reception record. So we did touchdown record last week, and that was T.O. In a single season, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, this was. Okay, so this was a single game. Single season. Oh, okay, catch it. Yeah, okay, both. Yeah, yep, both are single yeah. season. The one from last uh, week and the one this single week. season with one hundred and sixteen. One hundred and sixteen. I'm gonna say it was also Terrell Owens. Their final answer. That's my final answer. Incorrect. But uh, quick was my next guess. It's incorrect. Carmichael's my next guess. Deshaun Jackson's my next guess. Incorrect. Jeremy Macklin's my next guess. Incorrect. This is fucking embarrassing now. <laughs> what was the? What was, was the? It was two years ago. The real Slim Shady, Zach Ertz. Uh, okay. Whatever. Just dyed hair. You get it? Yeah, no, I, I got it. I got it. It took me a second. For a second, you said Slim Shady. I thought of like Shady McCoy. I was like, wait, no, no way. No. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's. I don't like that. But go ahead. Well, it was, that was 2018. It was his career year. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> All right. So he, well, had a, he went five yards, turned around, and caught the ball, fell down 116 times. It's fine. That's still a record. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right. <laughs> All I right. never, I never would have went tight end there. I don't know why. My mind just didn't go tight end. Fair enough. All right. So Let's we'll go we'll, we'll hit flyers. with the Flyers. Yeah. Um, okay. So the record for most points in a single season for the Flyers is 123. What uh, the player who accomplished this was? Eric Lindros. I'm pretty sure. You sound confident. Yeah, I know, but this could be a trick question. How's it a trick question? Because Lindros seems too easy. I'm going Eric Lindros. Your final answer. Final answer. Incorrect. In ni- it, I think it, it was either 92-93 or 93-94. It was... Forsberg? No, Mark Recchi. Really? Yep. I think it was okay. 92-93. Or it was either 91-92 or 92-93. Right. Okay. It was one of those years. Um... But yeah, it was Mark Recchi, 123. Okay. That's um, really huh. yeah, interesting, okay. right? Yeah. Well, we'll get to him a little later in the okay. show. All right. Oh, well, there that, you go. That's, that is what we call a teaser. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> All right. So we'll go. Uh, we got two Phillies here. Um, we have actually kind of long questions. So the first one, there have been quite. Do I need a, few a fucking Phillies. book? Do I need to read these? What? You might. You might. Yeah. You might need to record and and <laughs> listen over. <laughs> So uh, there have been quite a few Phillies no-hitters in their existence. Cole Hamels threw the last in 2015, while also throwing another with the help of bullpen in 2014. Roy Halladay threw two as well in the same season in 2010. Who was the last pitcher before Halladay to throw a no-hitter? 
I, I have a hint. It was yes, I have a hint. It was a it was post two thousand, so after the year two thousand. It was post two thousand. You said yes. Okay, but bef- <sighs> in between two thousand and two thousand ten. Wow, um, that's the thing. Like, there could be it could be so many like answers, but not a lot at the same time. Because like the first half of of the two thousands was dreadful. I'm and trying. the second half of the 2000s was tremendous. Right. Uh, I got two names on my mind. Like the, the two names that came to mind first were Cliff Lee and Roy Oswalt. I'll tell you was right now, Roy Oswalt was not on the Phillies. He wasn't? Before 2010. Was his first year 2011? 2011. He was right around there. I thought it was, it was 2011. Was it 11? Well, that narrows it down. I'm going to go Cliff Lee. Cliff Lee, is that your final answer? It's my final answer. It's wrong by your fucking, you know, your reaction. Yep, it is wrong. Yeah, okay. I'll give you another guess. Go ahead. You want another (laughs) guess? I'll give you one. No, I have no clue. Okay. (laughs) April 27th, 2003, Kevin Millwood versus the San Francisco Giants. Okay. That, that that name just came out of a fucking hat. Yep. I never would have got that. <laughs> the the one before that was like 91. I don't even know oh, yeah, who it I was. N- I never would have got... Who who was it? Kevin who? Kevin Millwood. Millwood? I, yeah, yeah, I never would have got that. I would have said like Randy Wolf before I said Kevin Millwood. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like the first half of the 2000s is so fucking dreadful. Yeah. And then like the second half... The first half is dreadful. The second half of the 2000s was great. And it's like... It could be it could be Brett Myers. It could be Cole, it could be it could be Cole Hamels. It could be uh, 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 um, um, who might Jamie Moyer or Kevin Millward or Randy Wolf. That, or no, uh, did you come up with that yourself or was that a listener submitted question? Because it sounds like some jerk off. No, listens. no, these are all mine. Okay, well you're a jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. Uh, <laughs> all right, you ready for the next one? Uh, yeah, uh, Philly, right? Yep, one Philly, more Philly. Yep. Yeah, okay. So we've got. The last Phillies, last question. Billy Hamilton, also known as Sliding Hamilton, holds the Phillies' all-time leading stolen stolen base record with 508. It has been a few years since Billy Hamilton has been on the Phillies' roster since he debuted in 1888. Who is the second Phillies' all-time stolen base record? Who has the, Who is second on the Phillies' all-time stolen base record with 453? Before, I blanked out there for a second. <laughs> All right, I'll reread it. Ready? No, because before I spent the first half of that question saying when Billy the, Hamilton when wasn't the fuck on the did Phillies. Billy, Billy right. Hamilton play for the Phillies? Literally, my mind, I was thinking, I was like, wait, when the fuck? When did he play for the Phillies? Right. All right, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, reread the second half of that question. No, I'm going to reread the whole question. All right, fine. Billy Hamilton, also known as oh, Sliding Hamilton. This, this needs some music. Go ahead. <laughs> Billy Hamilton, also known as Sliding Hamilton, holds the Phillies' all time lead. I'm sorry. Yeah, Holds the Phillies' music, all-time leading stolen base record with 508. It's been a few years since Billy Hamilton has been on the Phillies' roster since he debuted in 1888. <laughs> <laughs> Who is second on the Phillies' all-time stolen base record list with 453? Uh, <laughs> Here's a hint. It yeah. was after 1888. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> um... Uh, let's go. 
Let's go Jimmy Rollins. I don't think it's right, but it's really all I got, you know, on my it, mind right now. Is so that your final answer? That's my final answer. You are right. There we go. Hey. Jimmy Rollins. So what I go? Two for five? Two for five, yep. He Listen, was he was close. He was close to sliding Hamilton over there. He was gay he was getting in there. He was close. <laughs> yeah, he was. Five hundred and eight to four hundred and fifty three. Yeah, let's get him out of retirement. Have have him steal a couple more bags. I mean I'd I'd take sliding Hamilton on my team. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into Philly's talk. Um that's a good 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 segue right there. Um <laughs> This team this really, needs, really needs Sliding Hamilton, I can tell you that much. This Apparently, he was a gem in center field. They need all the fucking help they can get. Um, I, I'm, I'm done with the Phillies. Like, you have the easiest, it's the easiest schedule since the All-Star break in the second half of the season. The last month of the season is even easier than the first half of that second half, if that makes any sense. Like, And they just find ways to lose. Um. They've lost seven of the last ten, five of their last six. Um, uh, at one point, I, I know, was it last week I said I was optimistic with the pitching staff, but Aaron Nola fucking stinks right now. Um, he stinks this he, year. Yeah, yeah, he stinks this year right now, however you want to put it. Like, I, I'm, he doesn't I'm, stink in general. I think I'm not he just stinks I don't know. this year. I don't know. I don't, I don't know because he's a good year, he's a bad year. He's a good year, he's a bad year. Yeah, I don't know what Aaron Nola is. I don't know what he is. Um, is he is he a number one? No. Is he a number two? I don't even know, um, right. because he, he does it alternate years. Um, there, I don't even I didn't even check the standings. That, that's how much I don't care anymore. I think they're four, four and games a half. back, four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. Because um, um, I just checked last last week. Last week I was optimistic about the the future of the the of the the rotation. I I, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm optimistic anymore. They have nothing in the pipeline. The lineup stinks. It's Bryce Harper and fucking nobody. JT Riomuto is having a dreadful fucking year. Like, this team is not good. Like, just stop. Just stop. Just I, I don't want to watch anymore. I'm done with the Phillies. I'm done. Because, it, like, it, it was so easy. So easy to make the playoffs in this shitty division. The Braves are decimated. Um... All you gotta do, all yeah, the Mets stink. Washington, I don't even know what the fuck Washington's doing. Um, just, just everything worked out so perfectly. You have the easiest fucking two months that you just beat bad teams and they fucking stink. Yeah, um, they, I don't really have much to say other than that I agree with you. Uh, they can't beat the freaking Marlins, who are one of the worst teams in the league. They almost get swept. We talked about that last week. Um, to be honest with you, I've been so in Eagles mode that I don't, I couldn't even tell you what the fucking Phillies done. Like, like that's how out of touch they are with these, with their fan, with this fan base. And, uh, you know, I, like you said, it's just like, like Nola stinks in September. He's stunk this year, but just in general, like he sucked in, in over his career in September. Um, like you said, JT Romito playing like a freaking idiot. Um, Harper is the only thing that's really like keeping me invested even a little bit because I just want to see if he could win the MVP and you know I mean in baseball you don't really have to win much to be the MVP as long as you put up good numbers but like I what what is there to like about this team at all I mean I told you a couple episodes ago like are we really like that happy about going in the next year with this rotation like they, they need some major 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 pieces and that's the thing is I don't think they stink but they're definitely not good like they are what they are. They're a 500 team. They're a middle of the pack team. Um, that 10 nothing loss to Milwaukee last week was dreadful. After you beat them 12 nothing, um, the only 
the only positive of that game was listening to John Cruck talk. Like, that was the only reason to watch the game, because what was on the field was fucking terrible. Um, McCutcheon stinks. Uh, they don't have a center fielder. Harper is the only thing that counts. JT stinks right now. Hoskins is dead. Uh, 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 Segura is having a nice year, I guess. DD fucking stinks. Bones stinks right now. Who like, Galvis, Galvis, since he's been here, he's supposed to be this gold glove fucking infielder, and he stinks. He's stunk since he's been here. Um, you know, Ronald Torres yeah, has had a nice year, but like lately he's stunk too. And then you watch teams like the Blue Jays put up 22 runs. Who they've scored? They scored more. Uh, they scored more runs than the in in their game than the Jaguars, Chargers, Panthers, Dolphins, Patriots, Colts, Bills, Washington, uh, Washington football team, Bears, Jets, Titans, Giants, uh, Falcons, Packers. They scored more runs in a baseball game than half of the NFL did in their games. But I'm watching the Blue Jays put up runs at will, and the, this Phillies team just just get, loses seven to ten terrible teams. Um, b- back to Nola, he is tied for third in baseball with twelve two strike home runs. Um, that can't happen. Um, uh, just a lot of the pitches are thrown down the middle of the plate. The Phillies have thrown a thirty. They've thrown thirty five point nine percent. So basically, thirty-six percent of their O2 pitches in the strike zone. Thirty-six percent of the, the O2 pitches in the strike zone. How get guys to chase like th- throw it out of the zone? Why are you throwing so many pitches right down the middle? O2 like it just it doesn't make sense though. Like O2, there shouldn't be that many O2 home runs. It just shouldn't. Right. This pitching staff stinks. Yeah, I I hear you. O2 is waste of pitch. Um, yeah, it's it's just frustrating. Like like you said, like like. Toronto just putting up all those runs and being able like they have a legitimate MVP candidate like a guy who could possibly yep. win MVP in, in Guerrero Jr. They have Semyon who uh uh would he have 38 homers or something or does he really or is it Semyon who is it who did you say the other day uh that had 38 hmm. homers I thought it was yeah, Semyon uh, was it I believe maybe, so maybe it before, was before before I uh maybe maybe it was um, Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, no, that's fine. But, but before before we get to that, back back to the whole O2 uh, thing. JT had a quote with today hitters. There's a lot of chase in the game. Uh, you don't always want guys chasing the strike, chasing the strikeout for two or three pitches in a row. But O2 is a good time to do it. I think our guys have the right intent. Obviously, they're not trying to throw it in the middle of the plate with an O2 count. Uh, we're just not doing a very good job of executing these counts, and it's something we're going to have to work on. I mean, <laughs> got to do it eventually. She had to get yeah. off the pot, right? Yeah, uh, and but, by the way, Simeon does have thirty nine. Thirty nine fucking home runs. Thirty nine homers on a one year deal that the fucking Phillies could have fucking signed him on. Thirty nine and ninety four, and he's not even being talked about MVP. So no. like, like, like that's the thing is I saw an article the other day that said that they're they're focused on one of these shortstops shortstops coming out next year. Whether that's Story, whether that's Carlos Correa. Whether that's, uh, I think I believe Semyon was on a one-year deal. Just bring me a guy that can play well defensively and hit the fucking baseball. Like yep. it's it's not it's not rocket science. It really isn't. Like just go get a center fielder, go get a shortstop, go get a left fielder, and a fucking pitcher and a closer. Like like we're go go do half of that. Like it's it's right. it's not rocket science. It really isn't. And no. like I've been saying. Dombrowski, like, he, he came in halfway through the offseason last year, so he really didn't get a full offseason to kind of prepare himself and, and add to this team. So he really, really needs to be aggressive, and this owner needs to be ready to fucking put pen to paper and give out some green. Right. Because there they can't go. draft it. 
No, they can't, and they and, and they can't develop it either. Um, and maybe that right. goes maybe that goes hand in hand. But if they do draft a good player, there's no guarantee that player is going to be anything good because they can't develop for shit. Right. Um. It's just Wait. it's all an all around mess. I mean, and like you look at like the best teams in baseball. Like look at the like we talked about it. We were together over the weekend. Like we talked about it. Like the Yankees. Like the late '90s, early 2000s Yankees. Like they drafted Bernie Williams. They drafted Derek Jeter. They drafted Jorge Posada and Mariano Rivera. And these guys, yes, they did buy some pieces, but like their core was drafted. Look at Houston. I know they cheated and they're fucking cheaters, but like still, Bregman's a great player. Correa's a good player. Springer's a great player. Like these guys are good players and like atlanta freeman was drafted acuna was signed but throughout through their system um uh ozzy albies like and then they went out and they bought ozuna like that's what you do sometimes you you have to buy that next piece look at the 2008 phillies 2009 2010 phillies they went out they drafted howard rollins and utley and they brought in raul abanez they drafted pat burrell for 08 and then in 09 they brought abanez in they 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 went out and they signed Worth and they let him develop through the system. Shane Victorino's a, 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 a Rule uh, Five draft pick. Like Cole Hamels was drafted, Brett Myers was drafted. Like yes, like you need to draft and you need to develop, and then you sign the guys. Dude, the Rays do it every year because the like, their 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 payroll isn't enough. Like their revenue just isn't good. They're a small small market team and they have to budget well, but they just constantly just find guys. You have the draft. to draft well. Yeah, yeah, if you're the Tampa Bay Rays, you have to drive up. But even look at the big teams. Look at look at the Boston Dodgers. Boston does it. Boston does it well. Dodgers, too. Boston, Yankees, all these teams, big or small, like they just draft well. Like the Dodgers, they can literally trade guys because, and and get Mookie Betts to come yep. play because because they have so much drafted. They have so much capital drafted and developed. Like it doesn't make sense. Like why, like you like you've been sitting here for the last like twenty something, thirty something years and not being able to draft these guys. Why not go get somebody from Tampa? Why not go get somebody from the Dodgers? Why not go get somebody from the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Astros or whatever? I don't get it. It's not rocket science. It really isn't. Like, I'm sitting here in my basement, like, fucking with the blueprints. Like, hire me. I'll do it for a fucking lot less. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, if I'm fired from up. is listening, Dom's available for hire. I'm available. Let's go. <laughs> I'll do it part-time. I don't even care. Let's go. I'm ready yeah, to sign right. my contract. There you go. <laughs> the key to all the success is with see Dom you Consul. you you getting fired up fires me up. Uh, so, was I fired? Up? Yeah, I guess I was. I fired think up. You, start, just... you started you started off fired up, and now I I can't stop. I'm gonna yeah. run through a wall. <laughs> I'm fired up, and and now you can't stop, and I'm kind of on a lull because I I just don't care. Like the season's a wash at this point, and it like this team just finds ways to to get us back in, right? Like they did it a, a few weeks ago when they were on a hot streak and. They are they're a game and a half out. Uh, here we go. Here's a run. They play absolute fucking garbage team for the next month. Uh, they're gonna make the playoffs. The Braves have lost a couple in a row, and then no, the Phillies go out and lose seven and not, seven and ten or whatever it was. It's teams like the fucking who they lose to two out of three to the Marlins, uh, three or four to Colorado or whatever it was. Even Milwaukee, like like, like you can't lose three, ten yeah. nothing to Milwaukee. Like no. seven three to Milwaukee, you can't. Nope. Like like. If you're gonna play that team in the playoffs, like, what are you gonna do? Like, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. No. They're just, they're this division good. is wide open, and they just it should have been. It should have been. I don't know if it is anymore. Right. That's I, what I'm the, saying. The, win, the window is closing very quickly to win this division. And, and and look, they're two and a half out of a wild card, and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. But 
it's just and how that's the fuck thing are they the, the worst games out of the wild are the, they really yeah that's, that's how much i haven't cared because i have been with the wild card race how are they only two that's how much the, the, the nl fuck is going on the nl stink has stunk all year so um but like the, the worst part is is like they don't even stink that's the worst part is like i know like we keep sitting here and say they stink but they don't stink they don't stink enough to where like they're gonna get good picks and like they're gonna try to draft well like they don't stink, and but they're certainly not good, and they're just right in that like mediocre, revolving door of picking fifteenth in the draft every year, but not making the playoffs. Like they're the two thousand fucking eight seventy sixers. Like that's what they are. They they stink in terms of what I think the expectations were, and I don't know if anybody expected like a hundred win team, but you have the payroll that you do, and you have the supposed talent that you do. You should be better. Than a 500 baseball team, you just should. And look, I I I liked the additions they made at the deadline. Like when they made those additions, I don't think they saw themselves winning eight games because it happened after the deadline. Right. But like Kyle Gibson's a nice ad. He's a, he's a nice piece. Yeah. The asshole in the, in the bullpen, Kennedy. He stinks. <laughs> he stinks. He really he stinks. does. It is yeah. what it is, and he stinks. And like, how do Move you on. not add? Like like yeah. like. Like, you're right there. They were, like, three games out of first place to the Mets. Atlanta stunk at that point, and they're three games out for the Mets. And you just, like, you just you add fucking Kyle Gibson, who's 34 or 33, and Ian Kennedy, who's, like, 40. And, like, it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, how do you not add if you think you're good? Like, I, Well, I, I don't think they could have added. They uh, could, I think they could have gotten somebody. Like, they're not going to go out and Chris they, Bryant. They no, don't they're not have the... They don't have the talent in the in the minors. I mean, Spencer Howard was their number one prize prospect, or maybe not number one, but one of them. And you got Kyle Gibson. Like that, that's the best right. they could have got for one of their better prospects. They they weren't going to be able to get anything good unless they gave up. Uh, to the fuck is their Bryson Stott? Uh, Stott and there's there's another guy too that the pitcher they didn't want to give up. I forget his name. Um, uh, I'm not sure. I forget his name, but there, there's another pitcher down there that they didn't want to give up. Um, so those two guys, you're gonna have to give up one of those guys. And well, here's the thing: is they they've known that for years that, that they're gonna go after a shortstop in this offseason. So fucking trade Stott and get somebody. Like yeah. I like like I'm not saying go out and get Chris Bryant or one of these big name guys, but like Joey Gallo and and Alex uh, or uh, uh, Anthony Rizzo, they were bought for nothing, yep. nothing. Yeah, and I'm not saying bring those guys in, but. Brings like like Rizzo has been nothing but like at least his first like two weeks in New York it was like a shot in the arm like and that's that's what this team needs like it needed that and like it, it works for eight games but well, it's especially over after especially after uh, Reese went down for the year I mean yeah. Rizzo would have been a really nice ad and that that was but. that was that was that was it for this team as soon yeah. as he went out it was over it was just over and like he really didn't play much. Um, in that eight-game win streak, I don't think he played at all, actually. The game I went to for Dollar Dog Night a couple weeks ago was his first game back, and then he got hurt that night. And uh, right. that was Galvis's first game for the Phillies. It was They played Tampa. It was the first or second game against Tampa. The it was a two-game game, series, yeah. yeah. So, and Galvis made a couple really bad plays. Like It's just like... you're at, like It's frustrating. It's so frustrating. I don't even know what to say. Yep. I'm way too fired up right now. It's it's ten twenty something or ten ten <laughs> 10 fifteen 11. at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's <laughs> let's reel it back in here. Let's because uh, we're we're close. I'm sweating down, so right we're, now. We're an hour and ten minutes in. We're it's it's fine. Everything's good. 
Um, because I mean, this Phillies team just isn't good enough, and they're not going to make the playoffs. And I think we have to come to the realization that this just isn't the year for for playoff. I mean, it's just it's a mediocre franchise. They have the longest playoff drought in the National League. Um, it's just what they are. That's it. They they have made. 14 postseasons in their existence and I know that old baseball in the 60s 70s and 80s it was only so many teams got in and like as the years went on they've added more teams but I really don't care what anybody says that's fucking dreadful like that just proves to you that like this franchise is not that good like it it's a shock that they're still here it really really is and that 2007 to 2011 run was everything and right. that's all we're gonna get for a very, very, very long time because they are mediocre. They're in the middle. They're not bad enough, but they're not good enough. And we're just going to sit here for a while. Right. And the only way you're going to get anything is Bryce Harper if you trade Bryce Harper. And if you trade Bryce Harper, maybe you get two top 20 draft picks or uh, top prospects. But then at that point, you still didn't draft them. Like, right. like where where is the, where are the draft picks? Like, that's great you go trade them for a couple top – uh, uh, um, uh, prospects, but like, I want to draft those guys. I don't want to have to trade for them. Right. It's frustrating, man. Just, it really, really is. They can't. I draft. went from I went from being like so hype about the Eagles. Sorry. I, now Wrong you're button. I went from being so hype about the Eagles to so depressed. Way right. to go! Way to go, Mike. I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just kind of it's kind of what we do. We should have started with the Phillies then, and then we can get fired right. up for the end of the show. Right. So whoa, sorry about what that. What are you doing over there? You good? Sorry about that. Yeah, I'm good. We're good. <laughs> it's a shit show right now. Um, I got music oh, this playing. Isn't even I'm not top trying to... ten. This isn't even top ten worst shows we've had. So we've gotten well, a lot better. That's probably fair. Um, I can't believe we're 21 in. We're 21 episodes in. It's flying I, by. I know it's flying by. Uh, we'll have to do we'll have to do something special for like episode fifty. Yeah, have have something fun. Listen, we're not even halfway there yet. <laughs> um, so you want to want to move on now? We we got a little Flyers talk, not much, but please, please do. Yeah. So they um so they announced that uh not just the Flyers, but Paul Holmgren has Paul Holmgren has been announced or has been inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, he's played in uh, 527 games, had 144 goals, 323 uh, points, um, his penalty minutes, 1,684. Yep. <laughs> um, but it probably has more to do with just, like, his overall collection of, like, being in this sport. Um, you know, after after he, um, he did his playing career, he coached for a little bit, then he was GM in the front office, and now he's a president. Like, he's just been around the sport of hockey for so long. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's definitely always good to see a guy that reps the Flyers um, with these accolades and accomplishments. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see. Right. Uh, it, a, lot, a lot of us are, are growing up. We're not really growing up, but, like, our, our teenage to 20s um, was Paul Holmgren being the GM. So, Making a lot of a lot of huge moves like the Shea Weber move or trying to sign sign Shea Weber right. and bringing in Scott Hartnell and Kimo Teeman and and um, uh, I couldn't even uh, Danny Breer I think I believe he was the Danny Breer trade um, I believe just, so yeah. just making so many big moves and trying to make so many big moves and um, it's really he, cool to see yeah. 
He he made entertaining moves. Yeah. Um. He the, kept he kept the fans locked in. Oh, right, and maybe the tail end of it and is popular among Flyers fans now. Um, with the Andrew McDonald uh, signing right. and, and all that stuff, the Ilya Briskalov one, the, like the cap, the cap hell, yeah, right, exactly. So the the last two to three years of Holmgren, uh, a lot of Flyers fans, Mark Streit, Streit, uh, whatever the fuck right, his stupid Streit, name is, yeah, Streit, the, the yeah. guy who broke his dick that one time, yeah, um, so yeah, Scandinavian I mean, fuck, yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I've been cursing a lot in this episode. It's it's fine. It's is that any different than any other episode? Uh, I, honestly, I think I think I might be on my overs. I, I think my overs is like six and a half. I'm def, I'm at like thirteen. <laughs> I'll have to have like a, a, a like a ding or something. And yeah. sound effect every time you do it. I'll just hit the button. I have a little ticker at the top or something. Right. Um. So the Flyers announced that they will have um players uh, going into the Flyers Hall of Fame, and they named six finalists who are up for induction. Uh, Simone Gagne. Paul Holmgren, who we just uh, talked about, Bob Kelly, Lou Nolan, Mark Recchi, and Rick Tockett. Um, do you have any sort of take or who you think should, will uh, get in or should it, get in? Is it or? only one? They haven't announced that. Um, okay, they just, so, said, they just said these are six players that are up for induction. Okay, so can you name each guy again, and I'll say yes or no? Simone if, Okay, so Simone Gagne, I think, should be should probably be a Flyers Hall of Famer, right? You think? Uh, I think so. I don't know if he's going to get in right now because right, I, I think agree. there's other people on this list that will do it first because he's more of a newer guy. Okay, so I think all six guys you named definitely should be the finalist. Um, but I agree. I think Gagne is the first one. I think will get in, but maybe not right now. So give me the next guy. Uh, Paul Holmgren. It's probably going to be – he's probably going to be one of them yep. because of what you just what we just talked about. Bob Kelly. Obviously, um, maybe not this year, but it's it should happen. And uh, honestly, the the lock of them all, Lou Nolan. Right? Yeah, Lou Nolan, absolutely. Um, Mark Mark Recchi. I think he might be the best player on that list. Um, I think he will. Is it this year? It might not be, but he will. He should be. He already well, should be. I agree. I, he will get in. I don't know if it's going to be necessarily be this this year, just because right. of the, just because again, I, I don't know how many guys are going to get in, but like I think they're going to worry about the older guys first, for sure, and then worry about the newer age. You know, after sure. this, and then for the last sure. one, the last one, Rick Tockett. Uh, well, let me ask your opinion on that one first. I and I'm, I'm um, not really too familiar with like that era. Yeah, and I heard an interesting comparison. Um. About about Rick Tockett and like the people that grew up watching Rick Tockett, that was pretty much their era's version of Wayne Simmons. So okay. if you think if you think Wayne Simmons essentially should be, yeah. I think it's a good comparison. If you think Wayne Simmons should be a Hall of Fame, you know, Flyers Hall of Famer, then Tockett probably gets you there. I don't know. Is Wayne Simmons a Flyers Hall of Famer? Or anything? No. Uh, no, me neither. Not, no. Me neither. I think I loved Sim- Simmons. Um, he's an all-time favorite. Uh, like just play. I just. And it's had a couple thirty goal seasons. I, it's tough. It's really, and really I, and tough. And I think it's close. Like it's early in his, like it's not far after his, his playing career. And now he's coaching, so people are kind of familiarizing him with like being the coach of the Arizona Coyotes. He's right. not anymore, but like he's got that kind of going for him. So I don't think he gets in. Maybe, maybe one eventually, day. maybe yeah. one day, years and years and years from now, but not no, not net, not. No, now. I agree. So I think this year it's, it should be. I think the absolute lock is Lou Nolan. Yep. 
and then I and, think Holmgren. Is right. If they're going to do multiple, I think it's going to be Holmgren. And then it's Recky. And then who else? Kanye. Bob Kelly. Bob Ke- yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's Bob Kelly next, and then Recky, and then yeah, Kanye, I'll, and then Tockett. I would say Holmgren and Lou Nolan are locks. Yeah. And then I think Bob Kelly's a, a close third. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And then Recky, Gagne, Tockett, in my opinion. Right, I agree. Yeah. There you go. Um, So you, you texted me this beforehand. Um... That you have, uh, you have a hot take about the about the Flyers uh, goal song. I, yes. I need to hear your hot take. Yes. Um. So this stupid fucking, uh, um. I don't. Know, what's it called? Dupe. Dupe. Yeah, I accidentally played it like ten minutes ago. Yeah. So that's <laughs> the <laughs> most annoying up. fucking. Sound. So like this whole thing going around on Twitter that like this song. Yeah, this fucking stupid song. Um, uh, Go ahead, this, keep going. Like, everybody wants right. it back from like the 2015 season because the 2015 season was just fucking tremendous for the Flyers. Like, um, this is the most annoying song ever. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I I've, I rarely listen to goal like goal songs when like somebody scores. I rarely just sit back and listen to the music. After listening to this just by itself, just listen to it. It's an annoying fucking it's song. It's terrible. <laughs> it's horrible. And like it's that's an the thing. It's song. like it's like when you watch on on the screen at home, it's like you don't usually like hear the song, but you hear this. Like this definitely comes off. Like you hear this when when you're watching at home. Any other song in the world you don't hear, but when you hear this fucking stupid song, I just I, I want to change the channel. It's it's <laughs> no, terrible. <laughs> and like I don't understand like 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 the Flyers put out on Twitter like what should the song be and like everybody's like dupe like like get shut the fuck up the Flyers fans love it well I th- I wonder how much of that is like um is a lot of the Twitter like users are younger and this is kind of like their golden era of Flyers <sighs> hockey the 2015 Flyers hockey wow that's tremendous. all that's all the Twitter people know because they're God like forbid. fucking 15 years old oh my God <sighs> I hate kids. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> in my opinion, they should just keep what they had. I think they had it last year. I don't even know what before. they had. Like, I don't feel the shake. Just, I don't know what that is. Uh, it, it's it's like an '80s hair band. Like, and I hate '80s hair metal, but like, it was like feel the shake. Like, and the whole building like literally shakes. It, it, it perfect. It's not too much. It's not too little. I don't hear it on my television when I'm at the game. I like to hear it when I'm at home. I don't have to hear it. I don't have to. Do, 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 do. That stupid bullshit. Um, so yeah, I, I'm good with that. Like something simple. I can't, I can't find it. It's some like dumb '80s metal hair band. I actually kind of have it on my playlist because I I actually liked it a lot. Hold on, let's let's listen. This is the goal. Is this just Goldhorn? I, I that's it. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I get it. Simple. Feel the shake. I think it says. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what that's what the song is about. Feel the shake. Feel the shake. Yeah. I thought yeah, you were saying simple. Feel. Okay. No, that makes no, no. Feel. F e e l. Feel. Yeah. I was looking field of shake. I was like, I don't see that anywhere. No, no. Feel, feel the, the shake. shake makes a lot more sense. Yes. Um. It, like this doesn't really get me pumped up and ready to go, but this is a lot. This is better than the dupe song. I agree. Yeah. When you're at the game though, and you hear this, you're like, yeah, let's go. At home, you don't even hear it. And that's I'm I'm happy that way. Yep. I'm happy that I don't want to hear <laughs> doo, 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 
at home. I'm sitting on the couch. I really don't. But with the, uh, the with the tweet that the Flyers sent out, like I don't think they're going back to an old. No, me neither. Yeah, I don't think these they're going back to these people are fucking stupid. These fifteen yeah, year olds. Yeah, they're not going back to an old uh, dummy song. That they're they're gonna pick something new, and apparently you can like su- ha- have a song suggestion. They're gonna get like a fan submitted question or, so, or, or a fan submitted song, which is interesting. Can we can we submit because I got high? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. That, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. You know, you know what song we should submit? What's that? Oh, I know. Me. I know what you're gonna play. Let me hold on. Let me get it up here. Why the fuck is my music not working? Oh, I God thought you were gonna play something else. Yup. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let, let's put this song up for you know when uh, <laughs> when a goal is scored. There you go. I like it, right? Yup. Uh, Sign me up for that one. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm ready to get out of here. It's 10:30 almost. This has been a shit show. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Well, it's you know. Let's just wrap up here. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube at Fired Up Podcast. Um, check us out over there. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or uh, where else are we? Spreaker, the Belly of Podcast Network. Check out they they have so many podcasts over there. So check yep, them all out. Yep, great content. Yeah, but for whatever, like we say every week, for whatever you're looking for, they I am positive they have it. Yeah, I was listening to a few. They have um. They have like a, a Saints, like a New Orleans Saints uh, podcast, the Frenchman Connection, I think it's called. Oh, it's um, a cool they, one. Yeah, they they have a, a good show. It's called the Garage Beers. I think they're based out of Cleveland. Okay, Don't quote me on that. Uh, they're pretty good. And then there's there's this really interesting um, podcast that they have called F in Sports, and it's it's creative. I don't know if you if you pay attention. I'll have to send it to you. Um, yeah. But it, but it's called F in Sports, and it's these. I think it's two people. They're teachers, and they have very creative segments um, to go along with like teaching and criteria. It's it's really interesting. Uh, okay, you know, way around sports. I'll have to send that to you because that's that's great. Yeah. But again, there's fifty or sixty, maybe even more podcasts on the network. So definitely yeah, check them out. A lot of great people, a lot of great content, a lot of great and everything. good writers. It's it's and good yeah. writers too. Like just on the site, just writing articles. Great great follows on Twitter. Um, just check what you know. Like I said, whatever whatever you're interested in, they probably have it. So, it's uh, it's, it's great stuff over there. Yeah, absolutely. So, we're gonna get out of here. We'll be back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Um, and my final closing thoughts: Go Birds. Yeah.